straight shooting view. Episode 100. What is up, people, and welcome to the straight shooting view episode 100. I'd like to thank everybody out there in podcast and vlog land for their support in getting to my 100th episode of the straight shooting view. Now, this episode is going to be about something very close to my heart. I used to want to be a football commentator when I was younger, so I've always paid attention to that side of the game. So enjoy the Straight Shooting View episode 100. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now in this episode, I actually want to talk about something quite close to my heart and that is football commentary. Now... Over the years, I mean, I started watching football in 1994 and the commentators that were around then, you had guys like, you had Richard Keyes, well, not Richard Keyes, he was a a presenter, but you had Andy Gray as your co-commentator, you had Clive Tilsey as a lead commentator, you had Brian Moore, John Motson, Gerald Sinstad, Peter Brackley, Tony Gubber, Barry Davis in his prime, you had a lot of quality, a real depth of quality in terms of commentary. Yeah, you did have your Jay Browns here and there, but you really did have quality. Martin Tyler, let me not forget him either, um, because I'll talk about him a bit later. But these days to me, there is a real lack of quality commentary. Now, there are certain co-commentators who I actually think are decent, but most of them, for the most part, especially the ex-pros, I mean, Roy Keane is one of them guys where you look at him as, say, a pundit, dollars dishwater. I think that I've said before, I think he needs to get laid because he comes across as bitter. You got, what's it, Gary Neville's good, but as a pundit, he started annoying me over the past year or so. As a co-commentator, he's actually very good. Same with Jamie Carragher. Them two are both very good. Jim Beglin, I've always actually quite enjoyed. And not even because I'm a Liverpool fan. It's just I've actually quite enjoyed him. Andy Gray was probably the best co-commentator. Him and John Motson on FIFA 98 was actually quite an interesting combo. Because it was like, wait, hold on, that's not real. Um, But Mark Lawrenson, I've I've always found to be decent as well. But... There's, I said, there's a lot of co-commentators on games. You look at Chris Sutton on BBC Radio 5 Live, not a fan of his. Same with Robbie Savage, not not a fan of his at all. And in terms of lead commentators, it's like, especially on something like BBC Radio 5 Live, where you can't see the pictures, so you need someone to be very, very descriptive with their language because they are painting they are painting the pictures for you um visually it's one of them where i think that's become very much a lost art recently and a lot of guys even someone like as experienced and seasoned as martin tyler he's become nothing but a bunch of cliches and it's live it's like okay cool that's your gimmick but you're a lot better than that and it's just one of them where you see guys past their primes and you think, oh, God, man, please just hang it up before you start damaging your own legacy. Because, like, 
as I mentioned on an episode of the Straight Shooting View relating to Liverpool to Tottenham, Liverpool and Tottenham's two-all draw. Um, it's one that was in the 2021-2022 season at, at um, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's one of them where like, the brown nosing of Harry Kane on BBC Radio 5 Live commentary ticked me off. It's like, dude, you're supposed to be painting a picture of what's happening, not trying to put over some agenda, brown nosing Harry Kane and trying to make excuses for his poor Premier League goal tally this season. So that is another thing that annoys me as well. People trying to get agendas over. Jonathan Pierce is one of them who annoys the hell out of me. He kind of always has. From the Growler Robbie Fowler days on Channel 5 to even on Robot Wars, he used to annoy me. But it's one of them. He seems to really kind of deviate when he's doing matches. Whereas I, I don't want to know what like Coffee Jonas Gutierrez likes. I want to know I want to see play by play. That's what I'm here for. It's like you ain't got you, you haven't got to tell me stories. Like I'm supposed to be watching stories play out on the pitch. So for me, as I said, it's one of them where good, great commentary has actually become very much a lost art. And I've always been a fan of football commentary. As I said, look at the list of commentators I ran down at the top of this episode. And then like you look at a sport like, say, pro wrestling, where you've got Jim Ross, where you've got Mike Tenay as a co-commentator. You had Bobby the Brain Heenan as a colour commentator with Gorilla Monsoon. You had Jesse the Body Ventura as a co-commentator. It's one of them was Jerry the King Lawler, among others, where it's like Tony Schiavone, Scott Hudson, Mark Madden. These guys were all quality commentators because they could tell stories, but they were play-by-play play and they added colour to what you were seeing. It wasn't just trying to get a bunch of cliches over. Yes, some of them had their cliches, but it was one of them where it didn't detract from the quality of what they were doing and what they were presenting. And that, as I said, is my issue with certain commentators. I mean, you look at Euro 2020, which obviously took place in 2021. Sam Matterface. Good God. How was he getting matches over Clive Tilsley? Clive Tilsley getting shoved into the background of ITV was a disgrace absolute disgrace because he is the best commentator they've got seconded only by Peter Drury who I think's mustard Guy Mowbray is another quality commentator that I'm surprised ITV let go to BBC years ago but as I said it's one of them where it seems like anybody thinks that they can be a commentator nowadays and obviously it used to be a lot more difficult those who don't those who don't know it or may not know it my dream when I was about 13, 14, I was in about year 8, year 9, I actually really wanted to be a football commentator. I was actually considering going the route of getting a degree in journalism and doing that and getting into football commentary. I won't tell you, obviously I didn't get into it, but we've done bits of pitch talk commentary. We've done pitch talk live stuff. Check that out on youtube.com forward slash pitch talk for the live stuff that myself and the G-Man, myself and Jesse Fizzle, and all three of us have done in terms of commentary, like Liverpool Man United games, Arsenal Tottenham games, and others, where I've always enjoyed like doing my own commentary, like doing alternative commentary. But it's one of them where it's like, I'm not saying that I'm a professional commentator, not by any means, not by any stretch of the imagination. But as I said, it's like people calling themselves comedians. It's like, dude, you ain't a comedian. You're not funny. 
And I know it's a subjective argument, it very much is. But as I said, I think commentary, it is an art form. It is an art form. Even if you can see the images on screen, you are painting, you are still painting a picture. You are adding a layer on top of what's going on, not detracting and distracting from it by trying to prove how much research you've done or how much Googling you've done or how many optostats you can crowbar into three sentences every two minutes. So, I said, for me, it's frustrating that football commentary very much has become a lost art. It really has. But you know what? I want to know your views. Is football commentary as good now as it was in the 90s? I don't think it is, to be perfectly honest. And the proliferation of commentators, you've got a lot of J-Brone commentators, a lot of poor commentary, a lot of poor stuff. But you know what? I want to know what you guys think. Let me know what you think. www.pitch-talk.com Remember, the comment section is below www.pitch-talk.com is the official website to find out about everything Pitch Talk. You can catch our RSS feed of our podcasts there as well. Speaking of our podcasts, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We are on Podbean, Podomatic, and Verbal, V-U-R-B-L.com. At G-E-T, get Verbal. Tweet them, let them know that we sent you. We are Verbal Ambassadors and proud of it. Anywhere you pick up your podcast, you can pick up the Pitch Talk podcast. YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk is where you can find our videos. Videos including 5 Minutes with the G, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with the G, Coaching with JBK, The Straight Shooting View, and much, much more. You can also find some of our special feature segments up there, as well as JBK at the 2021 Vitality Women's FA Cup Final, and also... Pitch Talk at the 2021 Senior Challenge Cup Final, SAL Senior Challenge Cup Final as well. You can find so much more on Twitter, at Twitter, at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet of us, follow us, see what we're up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, come become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we are working so hard to create. At Pitch Talk on Instagram for vlog previews and much, much more. Also, also at Pitch Talk on Reddit. Join the conversation there too. We are everywhere. You are too. So get in touch. Let us know your views. I have been Straight Shooting LJA. And until next time, take it easy, people. And thank you for your time. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com 